In my heart and in my head, why don't people understand my intention? I think maybe that should be the the song for it. Can, can, you, play, can, can you play the Weird Science song? I and just play like, anything I want. And, and then just dub your voice, making it like obvious that you're dubbing your voice so it's like, black science. <laughs> 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 or just you really mediocre. Really like, black, black. This is Mike. This is Bruce. And you're listening to the Brinkins. Do we still do this show? We still do this show? Uh, you know, I think it was a New Year's resolution that we wouldn't do it anymore. And just like all New Year's resolutions, you break them like within the first like couple weeks or something, you know. So I've gained three pounds. Um, I still have my job. So it is not all in my penis. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you do carry a third of your weight in your penis, though. I do. Well, it's a goiter. <laughs> it's got a giant lump. Before it's like a <laughs> like a little Quasimodo just hanging off the front of me. And uh, our other one of our other uh, New Year's resolutions just went down trying to keep the show classy. <laughs> downhill. All the way downhill. I feel now like we need to throw to a sponsor. This is yep. some sort of goiter well, remover sponsor. Well, on that note, I'm just going to drink my Miller Lite can <laughs> in its classic design can, and I'll uh, go, just let you go, Bruce. Uh, I'd like to dedicate this, uh, this episode to Stephen Platt. Stephen Platt, yeah. Bruce and I were uh, just talking about this guy, and I, I'm not too familiar with this stuff, though. I, I do know... Moon Knight! Uh, Moon Knight! He brought Moon Knight back! I always... See, when I think of Moon Knight, like, I always think of... um Oh, I just totally blinked on the guy's name. He was like the pinnacle guy in the 80s who drew Moon Knight. And I just completely blanked on him. Damn it. I have no idea. I don't know, but I, when I think of Moon Knight now, I think of two things. I think of... David Finch, when he did the one of the reboots in like the early two thousands, like two thousand five yep. or six, and then I think Couldn't of the, and then I think of the Brian Michael Bendis and Alex, excuse me, what Melive Melive? Sure, how do you say? sure. And how Moon? There was that cover of Moon Knight where he was jumping off of a building and he had like the Spider Man hand. Yeah, it was every Avenger because <laughs> they took the multiple personality thing and said, what if he was his own team of Avengers? Oh my god, that sounds bad too. Yeah, that sounds really bad, actually. Like, yep. so, didn't we? Haven't we had the conversation that Brian Michael Bendis needs to be told no yeah. at some point in time? Yep. Anyways, I mean, there's a reason that book went on like what eight issues? And but Stephen Platt. Stephen Platt. In his heyday, I just did the math here. In his heyday, he was paid one thousand eight hundred and eighteen dollars a page. Wow. Yeah. And how many books did he do? Uh, no, apparently he never finished doing any of his books. I have no idea. Uh, enough? Hell, you do one, you're set for a year, right? Yeah. forty. He, he was paid $40,000 an issue, according to Rob Liefeld, which is... <laughs> that's that's an insane amount of money. Who, pay, who gets paid $40,000 an issue? Who's... I mean, is anyone making that money back? Even, even Image Comics, at, at their high point, was anyone buying that many issues of profit? I don't know. Dude, this is... I don't know what you people did in the 90s. You guys were crazy. You smoked pot and all kinds of stuff. I don't understand it. 
I'm not judging you for it. I just don't understand it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so $40,000 divided by $2.99. This is just a break-even for him. It would have had to have sold uh, almost 14,000 copies. Well, what was Image probably putting out? Like, this is the heyday of Image, too, right? Was it? Uh, I think, wasn't Profit like 95, 96? I, I I would imagine that Image was probably pulling about 50,000 a book by that point in time. Because, I mean, that's like, that's probably like right in the midst of, because that was Extreme Studio for Rob Liefeld, not Awesome Studio, right? Yes. Okay, so this is right at the beginning. So, I mean, he's working like, he's, I mean, think about the books that he's putting out at that point in time. He had Youngbloods that he did occasionally. Profit came out originally in 1993. Okay, so yeah, this is definitely in the heyday. So I bet that, I bet that book sold really well. I'm just saying, like I bet it did. Now it may have came out quarterly, like every four months yeah. or three months, but uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's. I mean, it's just interesting to read about how all these people, like you know, like how he won't do sketches of profit, even though that's kind of what put him on the map. Right, he's trying to distance himself from that character, be his own man. Correct, which I guess that's understandable. You know, which is kind of fucked up, because then you, you look at the guy's, uh, what is it, his, what, what what account is all this about, like his Facebook, whatever. And, and he wants to distance himself from that character, but then he's posting pictures of Hellboy and Batman that he drew. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. I want to be my own man. Look at these drawings of other well-established characters I've done. <laughs> Mike Mignola, hire yeah. me. <laughs> I'm an individual, just like you. Um, well, I mean, he probably sees what, like, you know, Duncan Fergrado and, you know, other people have done with him. And he's like, maybe Mike will hire me to do another book, too, you know, or something. Like, uh, yeah, I, I could do that. Give me six, seven years. Yeah, exactly. We'll work on the like, next uh, one you guys do. Travis, uh, Travis, Travis Cherist or Charay or whatever. The guy who did um, Wildcats too yep. or something. Beautiful yep. art, but it's like it's forever. Work. Yeah, it's it's a page a month. A page a month. Uh, roughly, I have no idea making that up. I just know he was really, really behind schedule. Wow. And then just dropped off the face of the earth, came back kind of at Marvel, and then dropped off the face of the earth again. Hmm. But this guy, he's been doing stuff for movies, and he's doing covers for Marvel now. Chris uh, Platt, is it? Is it Christopher Platt? Is that what she said? It's it's Stephen Platt. Christopher Platt's an actor, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Platt. Um, but he. Uh, Remember, he signed everything splat. Oh, that's who that is. Huh. I think Marvel's covers are really bad right now, too. By the way, like I don't know, just some of the covers that I see from them. And if it's all like one guy doing it, then that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last Marvel comic I bought, and uh, there isn't one. Uh, the last one I bought was um, Rocket Raccoon, which was the entire um, miniseries from the 80s that they had republished into one book. Which you see the article that uh, DNA may be coming back like, for an issue, and then they announced that they're not working together anymore. What? Yeah. Does that make you really sad? Uh, incredibly sad. Yeah, I can tell, because like... I mean, God, they've been doing books together for... And like, awesome at it. Like, 20 years, right? Like, I mean, it's, like, been, like, a minute. Yeah. I don't... Man, that's... <sighs> I don't know what to say to that, Bruce. I'm really sorry, man. I, I've been bummed about breakups before, like, you know, because I'm new to comics, and I'm like, oh, no, Jeff Jeff Johns and Tony Daniels aren't doing Teen Titans anymore. I'm so upset. Oh, no. they did. Yeah, but now I think I'm like, man, if I didn't see, like... 
Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley ever work on a book again, that would really kind of upset me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Or if Grant Morrison just chose not to use the left side of his brain anymore. Well, there's that too. He was just like, nope, done. He's like, I'm going to be completely right brain from now on. And Only I, analytical. <laughs> and I, I, I can't do a Grant Morrison impersonation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I would try, but it would just, I would offend um, Scottish people everywhere, and I'm not. His, his voice is insane. Yeah. I love listening to him on podcasts, though. <laughs> it's great. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, it's just it's just really weird, like, him talking about all this stuff that he doesn't want to do, and then just Rob Liefeld, of all people, just talking about him not being on time. That just kills me. Like, <laughs> people who are not timely at all could sit there and be like, well, you weren't on time, so, like, how do you justify... Not like like saying that to somebody. I understand you're the boss, but that's like that would be like me, uh, wearing whatever I wanted to work and smoking inside, and then looking at one of my employees, be like, yeah, um, that's not the right shade of red. I need you here at Target, so you're gonna have to wear something different. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Take your shirt home and dye it. That's right. Dye that blood. shirt. Well, with who was uh, who was the uh, the artist who did all the Ultimates stuff? Brian uh, Brian Hitch. Now, has he ever come out and said, you guys are slow? Um, you because know, he, he is horribly slow. I think, yeah, I guess he is pretty slow, isn't he? He could be fast when he wants to. That's what's really weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he put out Fantastic Four on a monthly basis for... Yeah, but how far ahead was he working on that stuff? Yeah, that's a good point. I think he was like four or five months ahead, because I remember him posting up images of that before it was even solicited and you think about three months is ahead for a solicit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I bet he was probably about five or six months ahead on that. That's a good point. But yeah, it, it just, I don't know. Just these guys all chiming in about how, I mean, I mean, he, he sounds like a crazy person too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like just from all the, like you have three different people chime in about how you're crazy just Rob Liefeld calling him crazy. That's does, like the ke- that's the pot calling the kettle. Does he black, have right? a web presence? I want to look him up now and see if he has Christopher Platt. It's, <laughs> I know now, I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose that time. Let's see, uh, Stephen Platt. Are you out there, buddy? Is he friends with uh, Grant or Grandito? Rob Grandito. Oh no, <laughs> he's, he's he's better than that guy. Oh yeah, he is. There's no question about that. Um, am I spelling his name wrong? Yeah, I am spelling his name wrong. Doing but your spell check. It's Stephen with an E. No, he he has no web presence as far as I can tell. Weird. So he just hangs out on his Facebook page and that's about it, huh? Unless he has a Pinterest. <laughs> I think everybody has a Pinterest. I might have Pinterest and I didn't even sign up for it because I think I, I just don't even up. know. I don't know how Pinterest works. Neither do I. It's it's a. I just see things like pin it and I'm like. For what? <laughs> what am I doing with that? I don't know. So, if I could make an actual pin out of it and wear that, then yes. So let's weird segue into uh, talking about black science real quick. <laughs> black science. <laughs> still, I still think you need to find a way to dub your voice very bland over <laughs> the song. Hey, black man. science. Um, um, so black science two came out a while back, didn't it? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think three weeks ago, yeah. from whenever we're doing this, I don't even know anymore. I can't keep track. Between today is it's today is nine fifty p.m. Nine fifty p.m. That okay. is today's date. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I gotta say, I was still impressed that the uh, the artwork still looks really good on it, and the painting looks really good. Second issue. Yep. I, well, I understand. Let's see how it goes. It's. it's we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, issue two was uh, a little more meaty than uh, the first issue. It wasn't just the James Bond opening part two. Yeah. Um, we, we almost get, it, we almost ignore the main character for the second issue. He's in the first couple of pages, and he's like, "Whatever." <laughs> Grant, the, the 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 head scientist. Yep. Well, then he gets he gets uh, stabbed by the bayonet. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, he's not ignored. I mean, he's he's in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, oh, come on, we've seen other comics where the main character gets stabbed, and then we follow him. Well, maybe he's not the main character. Maybe they're just trying to establish the. A personality around like the other characters, so you, you know you, what I mean. You devote twenty-two pages to the guy, and then mm-hmm. in the next book, yeah, the eighth page in, you take him out. I don't know. Okay, Whatever. go on. Hey, you, no, I'm just. Um, I guess I can see it. You you do storytelling more than I do, so you would understand that a little bit better than I do. Um, I would think you would want to stay with the main character, but I mean. I don't understand how I I don't I've never really read Rick Remender's books so I don't understand like I've I've wa- I've read books I guess is what I'm saying where they'll dedicate a book to each to a different character you know what I mean yeah um but uh so I think most of it was establishing uh I don't know if I'm saying the guy's name right or whatever Kadir the guy who's like the funding behind the whole project and the um uh. I will call him Victor Von Doom. We'll call Yeah, that's that seems pretty accurate. He's like, yeah, it's the Fantastic Four and it's Victor Von Doom. It's funny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh the security guy is uh like they, they established both of those characters more than anything in this. Ben Grimm. We'll, ben Grimm we exactly. shall call him. Was, as soon as you said Victor Von Doom, I'm like, this guy's gonna be Ben Grimm. <laughs> um He's got the thick brow. Yeah. He wears a he wears a turtleneck. But, uh, I mean, you, you do get some backstory to what happened, why the project was so spontaneous. doesn't really explain how they leapt to the frog people or whatever, which no. I kind of like to see more frog people, actually. I think they were drawn really well. You know, like More than the, uh, the techno-Aztecs. I mean, those are interesting, but they've only been in there briefly, too. Or yeah. the, uh, um, the, the characters from... Uh, Stargator crossing over into it now or something, <laughs> but it's weird. It's like they're fighting. It's Jabba. like, a, yeah, it's like all we never explored past Europe, you know, and it's like all of the Indian tribes from the top of North America down to South America are like, hey, broskies, we speak thirty different languages, but I'm not really feeling those Europeans that are trying to settle on us over here. By the way, we have technology somehow, yep. so we're gonna go wipe them out. Well, I mean, the Aztecs had. Say technology, but they they were fig- they'd figured out some some pretty advanced stuff. Well, so did the Mayans and like yeah. you know and other things. So yeah, I mean, um, which it's it's weird that you I mean you talk about that you talk about you know if if all the the Native American and you know South America and North American tribes had gotten together. Um, uh, another book I mentioned to you before we started recording the uh, was it east, east versus west e- east of west east of west sorry. Um, in that, all, all the Native American, all the North American tribes do merge together to become the, the endless nation. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. So maybe, I is there some sort of zeitgeist about you know, all, all natives becoming one collective native? 
it might have been one of the unfulfilled prophecies in the back of the Bible that nobody likes to look at. Yeah, the first <laughs> Armageddon stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know where all the cool shit happens. What happens after the end? Yeah. 40 years of earthquakes and dark er, darkness and earthquakes and volcanoes. Uh, unicorn monkeys. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's right. Ghostbusters. Anyways, um, I don't know. I, I say it was an enjoyable issue. It, it To me, it, it seems captivating to want to read the third issue to see where it goes from there, you know? Yeah. Um, Just not – I don't know. It's – because of the huge difference between the first and the second issue. Yeah, when you when you first texted me about it, and you said, "Did you read it?" Because it's different, and I was like, "Is that good or bad?" And you were like, "I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> like, which maybe that's what you want to be is like that would if you really love something, I mean, you're clearly going to buy it. But right, but I, the people who were huge fans of the first issue mm-hmm. probably not huge fans of the second issue. I wonder what it actually. Uh, I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? They're just yeah. so different. Okay, that's it's it's a TV show called Black Science, and the first episode is 22 minutes of fun, frolicking adventure. You know, what I mean, everything's just turned up to 11. He's running, he's jumping. There's there's creatures, blah blah. And then the second episode, it's the other guys <laughs> from the last 30 seconds of the first episode. Yeah, it's they, like they uh, talk and something we do in. Yeah, it'd be something you would think you would see in, like, uh, uh, issue four or five, you know what I mean? Yeah. After you've established a little more ground rules on it. I mean, he's just really asking us to invest in these characters. Right Maybe. About, I don't give a damn about his kids. I'll be honest with you. I don't know their names. I think their names are yep. kids. One is Ki and one is Diz. Kids. <laughs> and the other part is thinking you, like, I know I have a son, but... I kind of want these kids to die here soon because I don't want to see them in the book anymore. <laughs> well, the difference with my son is he has a name um, personality. <laughs> he sleeps on stop Sunday. Yeah. Um, IGN gave it a 9.4. First or second issue? That's the second issue. Mm. The first issue got a 10. A masterpiece. 10 out of 10. So... I'm just going to places that actually give like finite numbers to, yeah, yeah, because um, I don't think uh, Newsarama or um, Comic Book Resources, Comic Book Resources does actually they give they do stars, um, Black Science number two, Black Science, um, it had maybe probably more of an accurate thing. It got a three and a half stars out of five, okay. so that would be a seven. Yep, and their first issue got a four and a half. So it did drop. Yeah. I mean, the, um, the art is still good. Uh, mm-hmm. The coloring is still good for the most part. Yep. Um, I will say I, I like the way it's lettered. You know, I mean, yep. I don't know. Is that weird for me to say? No, you're, you're an, you're an all encompassing dude. You would uh, appreciate that a little bit more than others. Yeah. I just, and, and the, 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 like I said, the art's still brilliant. You know, everything's paced well. It's just, you're asking me to invest in these characters. You build up the main character, and then you you take him out. So you, that's a that's kind of funny. You do this, or you bring this up, and I'll kind of use this on our parallel before we go uh, to break here. But I think about um, the anime Dragon Ball, Dragon Balls. You know, like there's all these you know Dragon Ball shows that have yeah, happened. Yeah, Dragon Balls. Yeah. So Dragon Ball, the original show, is all about um, this kid Goku who is you know. 
it, it's always about the Dragon Balls. You know, like you find all seven of these, you make a wish, and it's a, it's more of a like a, a coming of age tale. Him uh, training and becoming more powerful, learning all like he's just like this prodigy of like martial arts and everything. Okay, okay. And so by the end of the show, he's you know like they jump forward so far, and he gets and he's and, you know he's older. So then you just go to the the sequel to it, which is Dragon Ball Z, and it's like oh hey. Guess what? He's an alien. And by the way, we're going to kill him in the first series, the first like, you know, like three episodes. Yeah. And then it's all about his son. And it's like, but everybody who talks about Dragon Ball was like, Goku's the best character. I'm like, you know, he's actually kind of out of the series a lot in Dragon Balls <laughs> because like he he dies once comes back and then he's always like incapacitated after a huge battle. And like for episodes, he's just like rehabilitating or like healing or something, you know, yeah. like he's out and it's like, we got to figure out a way to keep the strongest fucker on earth from dying. <laughs> <laughs> like when you think about it, you're like, that's a little ridiculous. And that's kind of what they've done already. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. this character's so important. We stabbed him <laughs> and he's out and he's out. And we're not sure. I mean, he's clearly going to be like, if he's maybe, dead, in the... maybe they stabbed him to show that there are consequences. That's, I mean, that's the only thing. That, like, like that's how deep things are, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Did, uh, did, did me and you ever talk about the Harry Potter movies? Uh, no. Are you familiar with the Harry Potter movies? One, I love the Harry Potter movies. I've read all the books okay. and I have all the movies. My wife, huge fan of them. I've, mm-hmm. I've watched them because she's watched them, and uh, and I love her. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of. Them. Okay. What I thought would have been awesome is if, in the end, Harry wasn't the one that was supposed to kill Voldemort. It was the other kid. Like, Ron? No, the 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 buck kid who's oh, oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. What's his name? Um. Yeah. <sighs> but the whole thing, it's like, oh, you know, Baltimore. He killed his. He tried to kill his parents too. He drove them crazy, and you know, he killed right. Harry's. It, their lives were so parallel. I thought for sure when it came down to it, it was going to be that kid who took out Baltimore. <laughs> now that's funny that you bring it up because if you read the books. They go into so much more detail about it, and because Voldemort had um, purposely, like the the, because they were both, I think they're both around the same age and everything too. Yeah. Like I mean, like I think they're almost born the exact same day, and I think because of their status, both with you know fighting against Voldemort and everything, they were both like they're both of the parents were equal like targets. Targets, yeah, and that. For some reason, Voldemort was more obsessed with one over the other, and that's like he made Harry the target, and it could have just easily been him. Like it could have gone either way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's what happened. I don't know that, that would have been awesome if they'd have done that in the last. Yeah. Minute. Just to fuck with everybody. Just everybody's go. Whoa! I did not see that coming. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Holy like, shit! We were just moving this way, and all of a sudden, his cock came out of nowhere, and I don't know what just happened. It was zig and zag, and it got dirty. Mm. Okay, so we'll uh, take a break. That's right. Bye. I think we're recording. Uh, I think we're back, Bruce. Oh, yeah. Still in episode 60, Your Mama. Five. You know what? 65. You know what? It's episode 65, but this is where it's really going to get fucked up now. Season... Season five, episode one. <laughs> Hang on, it's season five. Yeah, we did season four last year. Is it, this is the fifth season. I don't know. It's on my calendar. <laughs> one more season, we get a movie. Oh yes. 
you know what's ridiculous is that we've managed to put out more seasons than Sherlock right now, too, and that's upsetting. That That's still a good show. Yeah, that is, like, I mean, I've only watched the first season. I've watched, well, I've watched half of the first, of uh, the season two premiere, which yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to call it. No, 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 no. Both first and second seasons are on Netflix, right, Mike? I, I, I'm still watching. Oh, okay, because the third season's out there, brother. I know. I, I, I'm well aware. And I don't even like to think of them as seasons. I think they're movies. Yeah. Like, they're like hours. Awesome. Oh my. 90, like, if you watch it on TV, it's gotta be what, two and a half hours, two hours and 15 minutes or something? uh, uh, In America, they air as a masterpiece theater presents. Mm -hmm. So they do air them as a two hour event. That's awesome. Uh, which I I think that, that's coming up soon if you want to go ahead and like DVR the third season. I do have BBC America. I might try to. No, no, no. PBS. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I will do that. Um, so, <laughs> as we're talking about movies, I'll just talk about that. Like, I really enjoyed the Sherlock Holmes movies with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. Like, I, he's American. That's wrong. Okay, I, I got it. No, they were still enjoyable. Uh, I we we have, we differ on movie opinions. You're a film guy. I understand that, but I I really enjoyed the movies. Okay. Okay. Uh, first more way more than the second one though. Um, but this is different on a whole nother level. But I would say each episode. Per, is better than one of those movies. Yep. And, and I have no problem saying that. Like I said, I still enjoy those movies and they're they fun seem, to watch. Yeah, the, the TV show seems much more clever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, much more thought out. Yep. Which yeah. which is weird because you'd imagine with a giant freaking budget, some of that would have went to the writers. You would think so. But and then again, well, and you would think that with the movies that Guy Ritchie has put out, too, you think that would be not too much of a stretch. I mean, Snatch and Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, those are clever movies. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, rock and roll. Like, like he does like that stuff all the time. So it was kind of surprising that there wouldn't be more cleverness involved in it. But, yeah. Right. I think they were just too mainstream, dumbed down. He And he might have just... Probably, and that's maybe why they're really enjoyable to be too. Like, because sometimes I just want to sit down and just be like, "Yeah, shit's blowing up." I like the way he breaks down the fight well, sequences and everything. Do you, and do you so, know anyone who watches Elementary on CBS? I do not know a single person who watches Elementary, and I was surprised it had a second season. <laughs> There's a one one guy I work with. He watches both Sherlock and Elementary, and I said, "How can you do that?" And he said, "Elementary's okay." He said, "It's not as smart. It's it's not as funny. It's not as clever." I'm like, "Why are you watching it?" And it came down to he basically just admitted it because he wanted to watch some Sherlock on television. It's better than than nothing. <laughs> that makes sense. How sad is that? The TV show exists because it's slightly better than Static. <laughs> um, uh, the one Sherlock that I've really been wanting to watch is um the uh, the Hounds, and I understand that some of these have been done thousands of times. The Hounds of Bakersville or Baskerville, I'm sorry, yeah. with um. Uh, Christopher Lee and um, it's a Hammer production from the 60s though or 50s I think. What, why are you uh, wanting to watch that version so bad? Uh, because it, uh, Peter Cushing it plays Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. And that's why I really wanted to watch it. And uh, Christopher Lee plays um, whoever the villain is in that episode. I can't think of who it is. Mm, yeah. And so um, uh, Hammer Hammer movies from like the 50s and 60s are always kind of fun to me because like. They just kept popping out horror movies and all this other stuff, and it was just like – like I, I like watching uh, old things. Like one of the other ones I've been wanting to watch from The Hammer is uh, – um, what is it? The, the – shit. Uh, Never heard of it. Who, 
Who's the uh, who's the Chinese villain that people have a hard time using because he was looking as too stereotyped? The Yellow Claw. <laughs> but it's something like that, though. What the hell is that? Oh, Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu. Don't laugh at the Yellow Claw. That was a villain. I know. That was a Marvel Comics villain. I know it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fu, Fu Manchu, though. Like, uh, Christopher Lee did Fu Manchu for uh, a long time. You know what I mean? Nicholas Cage did Fu Manchu. In the – yes. Which is <laughs> – which is, I mean, if they actually made that movie, the uh, the Werewoman of the SS or whatever, yep. God, I would I would pay money hand over fist to go see that. Movie <laughs> Especially, I will buy two movie. tickets. Yeah, exactly. I will make Bruce, love to one. I will use the other. I was gonna say I'd buy you a ticket, Bruce, but you know we can do that too. So <laughs> um, three tickets. But uh, all one, the films. One's gonna get double teamed. Uh, all the film talk. Uh, came about because I finally was able like, well, I was finally able to, I was sitting at home sick this weekend. Um, and the wife and I were, or we sent Ethan off to my mom's to, um, watch him while we were sick and everything. And I, and I, and mind you, I just got done working this day too. Like I worked with like a temperature and I was literally, I had a, a throbbing in my head and I was like achy from my head to my toes. Like I was like sort of the touch, like that kind of feeling, you know what I mean? Which people said is the flu, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. I just work yeah. anyways because that's what I do. So we came home, and uh, I just kind of sat down, and I'm just like, she, I said, you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to watch uh, some episodes? You know, get caught up on something? And she's like, can we watch a movie? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And so I, I think I have like 15 movies over there that, and it's probably more than that that we haven't watched yet. And um, I thought she would want to watch Argo really bad, and she said. Put in the Man of Steel, and I kind of stopped and I looked over, and I'm like, "Are we gonna have sex right now?" Because I'm just gonna <laughs> away that you just asked me to do it because I got it for Christmas. And, and, and neither of you had seen it. No, neither of us have seen it, but we hmm. really wanted to. Like, it was just with everything that was going on, um, like just, just with my new job and everything at that point in time. Like, movies are just hard to get to because of the work schedule. Yeah. So we finally got to sit down and watch it, and. I really enjoyed the movie. I mean, I, I, I really did enjoy the movie. I thought it was uh, – I can understand to a degree why some people could have been upset about certain things. Because if I'm understanding it right from what I hear from people, the two biggest things that people have uh, with the movie are the destruction and him killing Zod at the end, correct? Uh, most people, yes. My biggest problem is the fact he let his dad die needlessly to a tornado. Um, I could see that too. Um, I mean, why, why, and Jonathan Kent knew it was going to happen. Yeah. No, Clark, go with your mom. I'm going to stand here and die. Clark could have just, you tapped him on the forehead, knocked him out, you know, carried him away or whatever. Or when no one was looking, Clark could have used his super breath and just went and blew Jonathan Kent into the next county or something, you know? But everybody was watching him though. There was a tornado. Everyone was watching themselves. Maybe. Or Clark could have just ran out into it. There, there were options there. Uh, I, I understand. Uh, I thought, I thought, Man of Steel set. was Kevin Costner's greatest performance in years. Oh yeah, it I was, thought he did an amazing job in that. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Even after watching it in the trailer, just the part where, like, after he rescues all those kids on the bus, and he, you know, he's talking to his dad, and he's like, "Was yeah. I supposed to let these kids die?" And he says, "Maybe." Like, just like hearing him say that, I'm just like. Yeah. God. Well, seriously. The, the part Why? that makes me weepy is uh, <laughs> when he shows him the sh- uh, the shuttle and the kids like, "Can I just go back to pretending I'm your son?" Oh, I know. And like, he hugs him. He's like, "But you are my son." Yeah, I know. Oh, Jonathan can't. Oh, I know. He was. It was great. Like Kevin Costner was. Like the whole point is to set that like 
he shouldn't have been afraid to do it, but he was trying to respect his father's wishes. You know what I mean? And like, and there, and that's the whole point of the argument before that is everything is that he's already sensitive to wanting to listen to his dad because he just said, you're not even, you know, like there was that whole, you're not even my real dad. You know, like they had that whole father son argument. And then of course, you know, the, the shit hits the fan clearly. Yep. Um, like I, like I knew he was going to die. Like I, I knew, Kevin Costner was going to die. I did not know it was going to be in a tornado. I thought it was going to be the classic, oh, he's had a stroke or a heart attack. I love the heart attack thing because it's that whole, all these powers and I couldn't save him. Yep. I mean, Christopher Reeves. What Mm -hmm. an amazing performance in the middle of that cornfield. I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just uh, get you. Just get you. That's that's still to me. And and I think that's why I like, when I was read All-Star Superman uh, 5 or 6, I can't remember. It's the did, did you read all the All Star Supermans? Yeah, that's the one where he goes back in time. Yeah, and like <laughs> those, like those five the, seconds he could have saved his dad. Oh yeah, but he just does it just to talk to his dad one more time. Like, and then just the oh my god, I almost cried just reading that issue. I was like, yeah. God, this is like what what a man to have. Like, it's the best Superman story for a reason. Yeah. You know, he's the, where he pretends to be the unknown Superman, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh. I know, like. He's like, he, he could save him right now. Going back in time, he had these other Superman help him. He could have easily just saved him. But no, he did it just to spend fleeting seconds with his dad. And there's a, it's just that one point where he's like, uh, he turns out all right, right? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, man. Like, you just know what's going to happen. It's yep. just so awful to watch. I mean, I mean, it's beautiful. Like, it just, that, that's beautifully scripted. I think no. that's the best issue of the whole book. With Man of Steel, did you have an issue with Zod's demise? Absolutely not. Uh, I, the more I think about it, the more of an issue I have with it. Just based on, um, I, I think part of the movie leads you to believe that with the terraforming of Earth to make it more Kryptonian-like, they could have easily built a Kryptonian prison. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, wherever Superman was and he was fighting. You know, against the giant robot or whatever, because the atmosphere had already been changed and uh, the density had been changed, therefore gravity had already been changed. It was essentially a tiny piece of Krypton. They could have built a prison there for Zod and all his soldiers. They they were setting it up to let you know this part of the Earth has already been affected enough. Clark is losing his powers. You can. But I thought once the machine here. But I thought once the machine was gone, like all that was lost. Uh, I I don't know. That's the way it was that that I believed it to be. But it, it was changing the Earth. It wasn't just the machine has to always be running. It was modifying it, wasn't it? See, I thought it was like it was in a process and like it had to go through the whole. Like I don't know. They really don't explain that too well, do they? No, but you could see how with my idea. It, it, yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. Two minutes, you're in an d- entirely different direction, and we see there's there's Zod <laughs> in a prison at the end. So okay, going off of that, but like, did you have a problem with? All of them dying in the second movie, though? We're talking about the original Superman? Yeah. Uh, where they just get knocked off? <laughs> they're, 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 yeah, they fall into the... They're, they're not falling into the Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi, and someone's yeah, going to rescue them out of there. They're not Snow, digesting snow is awful soft. Oh, my God, Bruce. If, they, if, if those dead. craters are just full of snow and mess. Just, like, then how come in... Uh, <laughs> Then how come in, in Superman 3, you just sit here, Terrence stamped out there, I smart you, Kal-El, you were near before me. Because of uh, of Superman reversing that chamber, zapping their powers from him, they could be in a human prison. Um, okay. They could, because they're powerless. 
It was a simpler time, Mike. They they did. Oh my god. to overlook a movie because it holds important like i don't have a problem with it like i'm defending it i'm defending it with a giggle i know clearly i don't i'm not invested in what i'm saying i know Uh, but i I just i really didn't have a problem with it like i don't with him snapping zod's neck okay so to snap someone's neck it's like a quick 45 uh degree turn right okay sure so if he can make a quick 45 degree turn to snap his neck then he could make a quick, like, six-degree turn and just turn his head away from those people. Couldn't mm. If you can do... I, I hate saying this. If you can do this on the podcast, if you can do this, then you can do this. Right? Hmm. <laughs> does it make sense? It does. Because when but I start I, I telling think... people about it, they're like, oh, is, is it really bad when he snaps his neck? I'm like, hey, he snaps his neck. And I start thinking about it logistically. I'm like... If he could snap his neck, that means he could just turn his head. And he that's what he was trying to do. He was just trying to turn his head. He, just <laughs> he, he pulled a Lenny from a bison, man. <laughs> oh, no. I broke Zod's neck. What are we going to do now, Lois? I think it was the more of the relentless factor of Zod that he wasn't going to give up. Right. And Zod, I mean, he, he stated that numerous times. Right, and you know, yeah, they try to make it abundantly clear that you was. almost. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of an asshole. I almost felt sorry for Zod there towards the end. Oh, because of him being genetically engineered. Yeah, too. it's like yeah. that's his sole purpose in life. Right, it's to protect Krypton. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Kryptonians are still alive in the Phantom Zone too, right? There is no Phantom Zone, from what I got. It's the Phantom Drive, which is like a uh, like a zero point drive. It's like a, a singularity, a gravitational singularity. So, Event Horizon. Yeah, they they were crushed. They were destroyed. There's no Phantom Zone. So people had more problems with Zod dying and not all of the Kryptonians dying? <laughs> well, all the Kryptonians were a-holes. Well, yeah. But the um, Elliot Stabler from Special Victims Unit killed them. <laughs> not Superman. That's different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I Actually, there, there was only one... I think... The, I'll, I'll tell you one of the things I really enjoyed about the movie uh, that I think really like elevated the movie too, and that was Zod's uh, second in command. That uh, I can't think of what her name was now. Fiona. Um, uh, yeah, she was badass. Like yeah. she, she was ridiculous. the The only thing that I think I actually had a problem. It's not a big deal, but there was a point where Lois goes and visits that Arctic unit where they find that spaceship or whatever. Yeah. And she's talking to him and she's like, look, if we're done measuring dicks, like she didn't have to say that. Like that, that, that seemed a little too like, Hey, we're just going to lay it out there. This Lois is kind of a badass chick. Right. That and was supposed to be a character development line, but it came across a little too harsh. I thought. No, I, I agree. And that, that's, that was the only honestly really big thing I had. Yeah. Um, I thought, Honestly, I thought Lawrence Fishburne playing uh, uh, Perry White, I thought, did nothing different to change the character of Perry White. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I think he was still just, you know... Authoritative. Just, exactly. Hard-ass no. kind of, yeah. you know. Um, I thought that was really well done. Um, Steve liked, uh, Steve Lombard. Yep. I yeah. thought that was cool that he actually got a little time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I thought it was cool that one of the gas tankers was uh, a LexCorp thing. There, um, there was supposedly three Lex logos in it. Uh, I think one of the buildings in Metropolis was a LexCorp building. Mm. And then, uh, of course, the satellite yeah. uh, was a Wayne a Wayne Tech. Oh, was it? Yeah. I, I just, I, when I watched it, all I said was, 
like, oh, they just destroyed the Hubble. It was a Wayne Tech satellite. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, but people are talking about, like, the amount of destruction. I'm like, did they watch the Avengers? Because Avengers destroyed all of New York City, too. Going back and watching Avengers again recently. Uh, mm-hmm. Avengers, it's supposed to be New York, but it seems like all the destruction happens in, like, a three-block radius. Yeah, that's not true at all, though. <laughs> no, but, I mean... I think it just Avengers is a lot cheaper looking upon closer inspection. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if they you, just kept blowing up the same building over and over again. Yeah, they spend a lot of time on that, that little overpass. They yeah, you're right. They spend a shit ton of time on that overpass, <laughs> which is apparently like 20 feet from every other uh, recognizable locale in New York. Yeah, it's like To watch that movie, you'd think that uh, New York's about the size of uh, Eaton. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what Eaton is, that's <laughs> the smallest town amongst the smallest towns in Dayton, Ohio. But doesn't it? You watch the Avengers and you're like, shit, I could, I could tour New York in 20 minutes. I'm like, look, hey, it's the Empire State Building. Hey, look, it's the... Uh, it's Stark Tower. Archway. Hey, it's that obelisk. You know, hey, look, like, everything's right there. Central Park's just a footstep away. Hot yeah. shit. <laughs> everything's uh, conveniently located near that diner. Yeah, I know, right? That, yeah. that Captain America likes. Yeah. Um. So Metropolis seemed larger. It just had a larger scale. The I, I didn't have a problem with the destruction. I think I think they could have easily you know, spent 20 seconds and shown some sort of like news bulletin of telling people to evacuate the city. Oh yeah. And, and we'd have been all right. Uh, the fact that in uh, Man of Steel you don't see like corpses flying out of buildings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't really like no one screaming running out of a five-story building or anything like that. On fire, like, like there's no bodies falling from the heavens or anything. Um, well, that would have maybe made it too realistic. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I'm saying just 20 seconds, and then like uh, you know, and the, the the mayor's issued uh, an evacuation. Yeah, state of emergency. We urge all viewers to evacuate the city. You could have just shown that, you know, well, especially maybe with twice. The, with that, um, the world, uh, whatever the what the hell was the name of the thing they drop on top of uh, Metropolis? The world. Uh, that was causing the gravitational pull. What was the name of that thing? The world field oh, the, or whatever? Yeah, the, the terraforming. Yeah, exactly. They, they could have been like, you know, this is coming down. Like, I mean, they give you the uh, uh, thing that people are obviously trying to get away from that since that's yeah. above there and, you know, the gravity's smashing down and everything. But, like, yeah, you're right. There's like, hey, where's uh, is Bloomberg? Can Giuliani just step in and do this real quick? Yeah. Uh, that could have just been a little bitty thing. Right. I, that would have excused all that away. Um, but... But this leads us a long-winded explanation into the the obvious thing that you know a lot of people talked about um, uh, Batman versus or the well they really haven't really given it a name have they? Is I thought it, so- I thought it was officially Batman versus Superman. I could be wrong. It says it just says Superman Batman. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Um, which now it had been July of 2015 it's now been moved back to may 6th i see that now and it's going to actually compete dead on with the the x-force prequel x-men apocalypse (laughs) which comes out may 27th which we really haven't heard much about that yet either correct um now here i i have a movie called batman versus superman on imdb Mm -hmm. with amy adams and henry cavill and gal gadot or whatever the hell her name is ben affleck and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, hmm. uh, which I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard he was in it. 
Is it say rumored or is it say? It just says what. It doesn't even like say who he's going to be. Interesting. Just and Joaquin Phoenix as I himself. They, I thought they had. Uh, didn't they cast the guy from Breaking Bad as Lex Luthor? Or was that still no, just a rumor? That's the rumor. Man, that would have been awesome. Oh come on! They're just casting bald guys now. But he's he's no he's a good actor though. He, like, he is, but I don't think he wants to get typecast as a bald villain. Maybe not. He was a bald antihero though before. <laughs> yeah. But um. Before that, he was a, a haired schlub. I don't know. I just watched him in Argo, and he's really good in Argo too. So. I'm not saying the guy's a bad actor. I'm just saying other people will shave their head for money. Probably. Uh, you, you know who I would pick as Lex Luthor? Michael Rosenbaum. No. <laughs> The uh, the Indian guy, I can't remember his name right now. From uh, okay, remember the the Indian captain from uh, the first Star Trek movie, the guy who goes over and gets killed by the Romulans. He was also he was the Mandarin in the first Iron Man movie. Oh yeah, okay. That guy. Okay. I can't remember his name right now, but I like that guy. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> nope. Ben no, he was, he was the I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. First Indian actor to be a Star Trek captain. I can't think of. Damn, I can't think of who you... I know you're talking about... I don't know his name, though. But anyways. Hmm. That'd be interesting. You could, Yeah, but you're right. They're, they they could just get a really good actor and just say, so this is a Bic. This is shaving cream. Yep. You're going to clip it down, and then you're going to shave it completely. Cool? All right, thanks. <laughs> um, Farron Tahir is the guy's name. Okay. I'm, I'm just looking at uh, Newsarama, and the, the way this is shown is as Superman Batman. It's just Superman slash, you know. Batman. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So how, but anyways, how do you feel about Wonder Woman being in it? I don't care. It's a Superman movie. Yep. With Batman in it. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman. And maybe the Flash. Oh, maybe the Flash now too. Maybe the Flash. You think that's who Walking Phoenix is going to be? The Flash. No, no. I, I've heard I've heard other rumors about different people being, but it it sounds like. It's like a Justice League movie, but not a Justice League movie. Well, they're also talking about shooting the Justice League movie at the same time that Man of Steel or the Superman Batman's being shot too. Now, wh- who's directing the Justice League movie? I have no clue, but there's there's talk that it could happen. Oh, that will way. it be Brett Ratner? God, shoot me in the face! Well, will he just bury the franchise before it's even born? <laughs> Go ahead, you plop that baby down right there. If cool. if that's what I honestly heard, if I if I heard Brett Ratner was directing Justice League movie, which if Christopher Nolan is still executing <laughs> producing, like Christopher Nolan better be tripping on the highest amount of psychedelics you could possibly do it. Because I can can you see him doing that? He'd be like, Man, Rush Hour was awesome. You need to bring that shit to the Justice League. <laughs> Why did he become the Joker from 66 all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. That's just, that's that giggle. That's that giggle. That's the giggle you get. But, so, I'm just, and have you heard about Wonder Woman, about, like, the possibility of things involved with her? She's uh, of Kryptonian heritage? Possibly, which so, I get. explain where the Amazons come from? Yes. How do you feel about that? I, you know, Thor's from Asgard. Mm-hmm. Why, why can't? Uh, Wonder Woman be from Themyscira. But Asgard, we have established, is an alien planet, too. Right. Yes. Okay, fine. Okay. Done so, with you? Uh, Good. Okay. Does that mean that every alien nope, now nope, in the nope, Marvel nope. Universe has to be of Asgardian descent? No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. 
what I'm what I, my my argument was for this and like why I really didn't care about how it was. If you take the overall feel of how they've been wanting to do these movies with Batman and Superman, and yes, there's obviously elements of science fiction and like not real world stuff, but they're trying to make it as real world kind of more grounded as possible. Does that? I, I'm fine with real world, but space is infinite. Mm-hmm. They, you could have said, you know, the Zeus and Hera, they were a different alien race. They, they, they fought the Kryptonians. Maybe her, no, maybe her no. face was the people who came to Earth and and killed the Kryptonians in that ship. That is possible. So they, it, it's all rumored at this point in time. Yeah. The point is. People are just going to be, I think, upset in general that they're like of alien descent, and I have no problem with that. And if it, if maybe they're, um, may, they talk about the old ways of uh, Krypton. Maybe they're an offshoot of Krypton. You know what I mean? That had separated themselves. Like, I just don't want it to be that. Like she, oh, she's the second cousin to the the, the third nephew, the great aunt. I don't want her to be Power Girl. Okay. That's I I complete. That's fine. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, I, I and by I I read a thing where it's saying you know by Wonder Woman being uh, you know like a, a one third breed Kryptonian, all of a sudden she's instantly weaker than Superman. So she, she's not a pure blood Kryptonian. I think she isn't. The whole thing is that she's always been able to hold her own against Superman, anyways. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I mean, if you're doing that, then you're, I think, misogynistically. Diminishing a character that's of significant female importance for right. 75 years. I think that uh, Wonder Woman has always been on the cusp of being cool and irrelevant at the same time, and that if you diminish her anyway by saying she's just a pale comparison of someone, or mm-hmm. take away any of her uniqueness and just say, oh, she's another Kryptonian, then you might as well just uh, relinquish all your copyrights, quit publishing the books, sell mm-hmm. all the action figures. It, it, it makes no sense to belittle your own character. Woody, have you read any of um, the New 52 uh, Wonder Woman? about? Uh, how she's... I, I read the, the first three issues. I, it, it's on my list of trades I, I want to buy. Do you know about her heritage in the New 52? Yeah, she's the daughter of Zeus. Are you okay with that? Uh, yeah, it, it, I actually I like it. Uh, it's, it seems obvious now. Right, but and, uh, yeah, way to you know, really tie her into the Greek thing. I was never comfortable with the idea that she was sculpted out of clay and given life. Right, that always seemed weird. It's completely weird. I I, I agree, but um, no, I I'll tell you what I love about the uh, the Wonder Woman book is the fact that it's almost become um this Odyssey slash Clash of Titans thing for Wonder Woman to be doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I mean, you you know of the story of the Odyssey, maybe yeah, you haven't yeah, actually yeah. read it. No, I you've, you've watched Clash of Titans, right? Because you like mm-hmm. Ray Harryhausen, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's that kind of story that I feel like is happening. It it's almost like a more adult version of Percy Jackson and Lightning Thief, <laughs> which I really enjoyed the first movie. I didn't watch the second one, but the first one was really good. I liked that one a lot. So, but that's a, that's I, I like I like uh, the. Um, the Greek mythology and the Roman mythology. I like I like seeing that stuff in real world settings. I think that's pretty cool. I like it so much. I I made a comic book about it. You did? Yeah. What was that one called? <laughs> <sighs> I know which one it is, Bruce. I have every issue of it. Okay. It, it, it was it was called Tim Rising. 
Oh, oh man, we're gonna take low shots now. That's good. <laughs> I believe yeah. you. I, didn't you call it a holocaust in space? I did. Man, uh, you're so sick. No, that's that's finite. A book I'm working with with the slack ass. Who's that? <laughs> man, you gonna tell uh, my my accountant, <laughs> Mike uh, Adam, Adam Steen. Mike Adam. So I'm Jewish now? Like, what did you... What, I don't know. That, that was a joke from, like, 20 episodes ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Bringing it home. Bringing it home. That's, that's for the, <laughs> the true fans. Both both Ryans. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan and Ryan again. <laughs> Happy New Year, Ryans and Ryan. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a break and say our goodbyes. <laughs> Gotta find my mouse. There she is. And we're back with the end of our first episode of the new year, 2014, Bruce. Where, where are we looking for? New year. What, what are we looking for? What, what are we looking forward to? Sorry. Oh, um, time to work. Time to work. Nothing, uh, no exciting, uh, like I know that, uh, Image just announced a whole shit slew of books that are coming out, like, uh, this year. I try not to think too far ahead on that stuff, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, because in this day and age, you can burn yourself out on previews. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah. You can feel like you've read the entire book cause you've read, you know, 11 pages spread across three different websites. Yep. Uh, and then creator interviews. I, I just, if a cover you know, strikes my fancy, you know, I'll pick it up. If it doesn't, then, uh, then I won't. I'll, I'll miss out on it and be sad. And you're still sticking, uh, the trade route, right? Uh, for the most part, um, mm-hmm. I, have you ever gone to Epic Loot? <laughs> are you are you aware of it? Nope. It's supposedly like within 15 minutes of where where I work, so I'm curious about going there. But oh 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 yeah, I've I've heard of this place, but I've actually never been there. Yeah, it's in Centerville. Okay. So I, I keep thinking, I was like, well, I could go there, but I always talk myself out of it. Still doing the trade thing. Um, <laughs> still ordering through Amazon. Uh, Ditch the DCBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, one, I don't have to wait two months to get it. And, uh, Amazon, they're not, they're, they're not holding your orders for ransom. <laughs> no. And, and shipping's for free on Amazon. Oh yeah. Gotta love the prime. Yeah. Um, okay. Any movies that, uh, that are scheduled to come out this year you're looking forward to? Uh, is Guardians of the Galaxy coming out this year? I believe so. Then yes. Is it? Is it? Yeah. It's this year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I feel like an idiot saying it, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I'm excited about the Expendables 3. I have not watched a single one of those movies yet, but I did see that they added even more ridiculous yeah. of a cast to this. Well, the, it just keeps growing. <laughs> the third one's directed by a guy who directed this really awesome Australian Western, um, which is on Netflix. Uh, Quigley Down Under? <laughs> no, no, but I like that too. Uh, no, this was, uh, Red, Red Hill, I think it's called. Oh, I've heard of it. Um, it's good. I mean, it's, you know, like, um, it's, it's a deputy and a corrupt sheriff and in this town and, uh, it's like this crazy aborigine villain type of guy. I mean, it's it's a really good movie. Hmm. Um, there's I don't know, tension and, and drama. And it's 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 seriously a good movie. You should check it out. You okay. have do you have Netflix? Oh yeah, st- that's yeah. what I'm watching. Uh, uh, Sherlock on. Okay, I I think it's uh, I think I think it's called Red Hill. Um, it it was on Netflix when I watched it. Um, it's okay. it's it's really good. But uh, he's directing The Expendables three and. I'm I'm excited to see uh, that 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 guy direct something else. If if awesome. he can bring a tenth of what he did in Red Hill to that, you'll 
you'll give a damn about those characters. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's. I've I've wanted to watch the other movies just for you know, like we were talking about pure popcorn eating, like just yeah. something like, hey, this looks cool on the Blu-ray on my new TV and everything, and that's about it. You know, the, the, like, first, the first, I thought the first one was fun, um, and, and stupid, and the second one's almost as much fun, but twice as stupid. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta know what these movies are going in. You know, no one's winning in a, any awards for these movies. Oh, clearly not. Yeah. But it, you know, the second one's got Jean Claude Van Damme as the villain in it. You know, like who hasn't ever wanted to see Jean Claude Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone fight? Yeah, no, right. Give us it's, what it's, we want. Just, pay me, pay me what I'm due. <laughs> um. Chuck Norris pops up in the second one. Yeah, I saw that too. And doesn't Bruce Willis have like a higher role in the second movie too? Kinda him and Schwarzenegger. Get get some lines together, but Willis isn't coming back for the third one. Oh, okay. And uh, like Stallone said, some sort of snipey, you know, little little uh, snippy little comment about him. Hmm. Uh, but you know, he's not getting paid enough, and his trailer wasn't big enough, and type of thing. Oh <laughs> my god, here we go. And that was like a bad when when uh, Stallone said that. There was like two really bad interviews with Bruce Willis talking about uh, Red Two, like that same week. Nice. Wow, Bruce Willis, you just come across like an asshole. I love Bruce Willis though. I'd like even like and I'm just like I just I can't hate that guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, I think like the the more stuff I, I read and see about it, I don't think he is the guy that we think he is. Oh no, I've watched a couple documentary things about him. I think he's he I, is. Yeah, but Kevin Smith bashed it. Well, Kevin Smith's also a big stoner, and I do love Kevin Smith, but you know, I I he with as long as Bruce Willis has been doing things and as much as he's done, I mean he. He does so many movies too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like he, he does low budget movies all the time. Like that dude is constantly working. Yeah. I th- I I think that's more what is impresses me about him is how he's not just holding out for huge multi million dollar things. Like he easily takes pay cuts to do smaller movies. Yeah, but to. so does Nicolas Cage. And who's the better actor? Out of <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, are you serious? There's not even a question. No, I'm I'm sadly serious because Bruce Willis plays Bruce Willis. When he's in a movie that we like him in, he's Bruce Willis, right? Okay. Well, if you go off that, then he is a dick. <laughs> because he's a dick in most movies, right? Yeah, he's a lovable dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the, the least Bruce Willis movie I've ever seen Bruce Willis in. Um, what was that uh, Annette Benning and uh, Denzel Washington movie with Tony Shalhoub? Siege. Siege, yeah. And that was Bruce Willis as like the evil army general or whatever. Yeah. I- I've always wanted to watch that movie because I'm like, that's a great cast in that too, yeah. you know. It's not a bad movie. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of another movie I saw, Bruce Willis. It was Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis. And, uh, who was like, it wasn't Harvey Keitel. It was, uh, I think it was Robert De Niro. It was a Robert De Niro movie. He was playing like a movie agent or something. And Bruce Willis was playing Bruce Willis. And he shows up, like, first day of shooting for this movie. He's got this giant, ratty-looking beard. And he's gained, like, 40 pounds. And <laughs> it's just Bruce Willis rampaging through this dressing room, complaining about nothing fits. And he, he wants out of his contract. And that, was, that was pretty funny. He's, like, just I, like a surly, drunken Bruce Willis. <laughs> that's great. Um, what about uh, X-Men? Are you looking forward to X-Men, the new one? Uh, Days yes. of Future Past. I I am, but the more I hear about it, the more I see about it, the less I'm looking forward to it. What is it uh, that you're? I'm afraid it's just going to be a bunch of not end jokes, but like references that only comic fans will get. Does that make sense? 
Like, I think it's going to be too self-referencing. You think so? Yes, and that worries me, because Watchmen, I think Watchmen was a good movie, but walking out of Watchmen with my wife, she said, eh, it's okay. And I said, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And she's like, well, that wasn't in the movie. So then I ended up having to explain to her right. the backstory of the characters, and I'm afraid that with X-Men, because all of Ralphie's X-Men knowledge comes from the 90s cartoon. Yep. Or some of the, you know... Early to early to mid two thousand comics. I mean, a lot of mine does too. So I'm so yeah, and I'm just I'm thinking they're gonna be like, oh god, they're gonna reference things and aren't gonna make sense, and they're 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 gonna. They've they've, they've done that in the first, like some of the other movies. Now some have been more subtle. Like, well, were you expecting yellow spandex or something like that? Like, yeah, not everybody gets that. Yeah, but this is the, you know, days of future past and sentinels and time travel. I mean, you're getting deep you into canon. Deep. You think it's gonna be too heady? Yeah. Too? Or uh, what, it, what do they call it? Two, uh, inside baseball. Ins- yeah, I was going to say insider jargon. Yeah, I think it's going to be two inside baseball. Inside baseball. You don't even know baseball. What are you talking about? That's that's the term. That's the uh, the thing people throw out. Oh, man. Here we go. It is? I know. What about the what about the new Sin City flick? No interest. Really? Yep. I love the it, first one. I, it, the first one's fine. It's a lot better than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Uh, been too damn long. I agree. But uh, I'm excited that it's finally coming out. Uh, ironically enough, the the second 300 movie is coming out now too. No interest in that. <laughs> I probably won't go watch that, but I probably will <laughs> yeah. end up watching it. Different director, different actors. Yeah. Um, what about Big Hero Six? I didn't buy it. One of a comic book. Yeah, I know. I just thought it was really funny. I'm like, but it's going to be done by Pixar, or no? Is it? No, it's not Pixar. It's just Disney Animation. I'm I'm interested to see from what the people do. who brought you Wreck It Ralph and Tangled. Hey, dude, Tangled is a good movie. Okay. Uh, have you seen Frozen? Yep, it's amazing. Too much singing. Oh, it's I don't know. It's I, my Disney. favorite part is uh, the Kristoff guy making yeah. up the voice for Sven. <laughs> and I'm like, he he's a crazy person. <laughs> he's talking to himself. <laughs> as as if one of one of his voices was a reindeer's voice, um, but no, I I I don't know enough about Big Hero Seven to be excited about it. It's what six Asian kids who build a robot. Yeah, I like giant robots. Why the fuck so. do we need that? Why do we need that? I don't know. It's just out of little... all the shit that Disney could have taken from Marvel and made into an animated movie, did they walk in and intentionally say, "What's the shittiest thing you've ever done"? What's the think, worst comic? Slapstick? No, that's too good for us. What else you got? What What would you, like, so, think about this. I, maybe this is the thing. What can you, what Marvel property is out there right now that, that would be... An adorable CGI cartoon? Exactly. That Runaways. You can't, Runaways. You think so? R- without, you don't think that would have been too much? Nope. And if, <laughs> if not Runaways, if you want to go with something a little more, you know, poppy or whatever, New Warriors. Nova, Speedball, Nemorda, Night Threatener. You can't but tell me that done in the style of the Incredibles and New Warriors wouldn't be awesome! Some of that stuff might... Do you think they can get away with Nova being in, like, the Spider-Man stuff? Do you think they'll be able to get away with that, though? Like, the, I guess, like, do you think their hands might have been tied on too much that it's they a, had to find something unique enough? It's a different Nova. Oh, man, now you're talking about being ridiculous. Now I'm talking about the exact same problem that Warner Brothers has with Green Lantern. Yes. Yep, that is uh, the true story right there, my friend. Nova and Green Lantern. Man. Star- the same guy. Star-Cross lovers. 
Starcrest lovers from multiverses away. <laughs> what was it? Me and Ralphie were, were watching some cartoon, and oh god, what was it? It was an episode of Justice League Unlimited, and it was like the Justice League fighting some other team, and it was just like Batman and the other guy just they looked at each other, and he's like, "I'm Batman," and he's like, "I'm this guy." And they're like, "Okay," and they just they don't fight. I can't remember what it was. Was this the one where they get sucked into, like, the comic book world and they be, end up finding, like, the Golden Age, like, the Justice Society pretty no, much? No, was it because Batman wasn't there. I can't remember what it was, but it was something me and Ruffy were just talking about, like, you know, in, in these stupid crossovers. The way that whoever's going up against Batman, they just give up. Yeah. Because like, I remember when, uh, when the Justice League and the Wildcats went up against each other and Grifter's like, you're the Batman, right? He's like, yeah. Okay. And Grifter just sets down. <laughs> and he's like, I got nothing. I don't want to get beat up. And, uh... Oh, hell, now I've completely lost my train of thought. What, what were you talking about? Before? I don't know. I just lost my train of thought, too. <laughs> Batman will do that to you. See, he just beat us. He just beat us. Damn you, Batman. Yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, wrap this puppy up since we're still on here. Okay. Uh, good night, Ryan. Good night, Ryan and Ryan. And good night, Ryan. And, and uh, you, know, you guys know where to. Congratulations to uh, Ryan Merrill, who uh, hit his wife just had a baby today. Oh well, there you go. That's awesome. Congratulations, Ryan. Little daughter. Maybe she'll maybe she'll have red hair. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys know where to find us. Do we, do we need to go through the whole spiel, or because people know where we are because they have <laughs> Google Mike Adams. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I might be the eleventeen thousandth one to come up. Just Google Mike Adams failure. And oh. <laughs> it narrows it down to ten, and I'm probably number one. <laughs> or Damn it. Just uh, justinwatson.com. There you go. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bruce, oh,